Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, and I'd like to welcome my guest, Mr. Dennis Millirons, CHE and President and Chief Executive Officer of Condell Medical Center and Associate Professor of the Department of Health Services Administration at Rush University, as well as Adjunct Professor of the Department of Healthcare Administration at Trinity University. And we will be discussing dynamics of hospital-physician relations. Now, we will discuss physician relations turnaround. Welcome, Mr. Millirons. Thank you, Dr. Hill. I'm very pleased to be with you. How do you turn around a bad relationship between a hospital and its medical staff? Hospital practices fait complete management. In other words, they make unilateral decisions without discussion, make surprise decisions that impact physicians or impact other professionals. Administration is isolated. There's not an open-door policy. Physicians can't get to the CEO. Possibly they feel that they're in a battle with administration over issues. It often results in poor quality care. It certainly results in substandard service for the patient. Really, in that scenario, there's no attention to what I call the physician experience. What is the experience of practice? Does the physician feel like his patient or her patients are getting the best care for the patient? That entire scenario is what I call a toxic relationship in a hospital, and it just isn't going to result in the best relations and the best results for why we're here again. We're here for the patients. If it weren't for patients, we wouldn't be talking today. Can you and how would you turn this around? The first thing you have to do is get to know the people. Meet as many people as possible. Introduce yourself and listen. You have to get out on the floors, do some rounds, listen to issues, Talk with hospital managers, department heads, hear what's going on in the hospital. And all of that kind of equates to what I call building trust. Building trust is incredibly important in this situation. The other thing uh, that needs to be done is a physician leadership. And uh, the CEO absolutely has to make contact with those individuals, sit down, begin working together, listening to the problems, listening to the issues, and begin resolving them a step at a time. One of the things that hospitals often do is develop a CEO physician roundtable group. What are the top priority issues that need to be addressed and resolved and go down the line one at a time? I think another thing that can be done is a physician survey, very confidential, conducted by an outside agency, potentially computer-driven, and something that I think can provide some tremendous data. The other thing that I believe is incredibly important and something we've done at Condell is implement a, a physician hotline. It's a 24-hour service. Physician can call. When something happens, they have an idea, they have a criticism, they have an issue. They can pick up the phone, dial the number, record a message. And what we do is the next morning we transcribe all hotline calls, and we have a 24-hour period to resolve them, get back with physician, and talk about the issues. We need to pay attention to physician convenience, whether it's computer system, parking, office accessibility, nursing response, or whatever it is. We need to pay attention to nursing. How goes your nursing is how goes your hospital. Physicians care a lot about nursing. We need to make sure that the physicians and nurses are rounding together. We need to build trust. We need to be impeccable with word, be consistent, be patient. We need to listen. Words, body language, tone, the unsaid word. We need to be sincere, genuine, honest, and open. And we need to honor physicians by listening to them. We need to improve quality and efficiency by eliminating paper and creating a digital environment. 
paper is inefficient, which means by definition, we need to help physicians get on physician order entry and make it convenient and appropriate for them. I believe physicians have high intelligence. Physicians are wonderful collaborators in projects such as CPOE. And I think that there's a tremendous resource in a medical staff. And if you can just turn it on and get it directed to being positive, improving quality care day in and day out, that's what they really want in the first place. And that's what we need to do. Would any hospital administrators in your position disagree with this approach and say that it would be counterproductive? I think that most hospital leaders would agree that what I've just said is the right thing to do. We try to produce predictability instead of variability. And that's the enemy here is variability and that we fall into patterns. We don't realize we're in that pattern and getting out is the challenge. And I think philosophically people would agree. How do personalities enter into this? Personalities are key. 20% of the people produce 80% of the problems. 20% of hospital CEOs produce 80% of the challenges, and it goes all both ways. And, you know, there's no question that we have a challenge. The best way to overcome that challenge is by understanding each other, working together, and to be open to change and being open to improving. What is the role of vision in physician-hospital relations? According to Dr. Leland Kaiser, who's professor of healthcare administration at University of Colorado, and my mentor, and I quote him, if you can dream it, you can make it happen. And Dr. Kaiser lives this every day. He is truly a visionary and a futurist. And I believe visionary leadership is critical to organizational growth and success and ultimately to strong physician relations. But it doesn't relate just to physician relations. Visionary leadership can create an organization that's truly a remarkable organization. If you can open up people to understanding what role vision plays in building a future, building a common future, building a future that's exciting and stimulating. And I think physicians and all quality practitioners gravitate to a successful organization. And I sincerely believe an organization that's led by visionary leadership, by definition, will be successful because visionary leaders simply produce success in the long run. So what is success? I believe success can be defined in many ways. However, I believe that when you produce growth, any organization that's not growing is not successful. Growth is an indication of success. Number two, financial health. Financial health is inherent in any successful organization, regardless of what measure financial health is necessary. Number three, exceptional quality. Exceptional quality must be present in any healthcare organization, in any organization. Number four, excellent employee relations. There's a direct impact on patient satisfaction, and that impact is the degree or the success of employee relations. In an organization with excellent employee relations, you can almost predict that patient satisfaction will be excellent as well. And that's the next one, and that's excellent patient satisfaction. Any successful organization must have outstanding patient satisfaction. And the sixth element is excellent physician satisfaction. Those six elements, growth, financial health, exceptional quality, excellent employee relations, excellent patient satisfaction, excellent physician satisfaction, all produce results. And those results are excellence. And I think that that's just the way it works. 
And there's an important element also called common vision. What truly is common vision? I call it alignment. It's alignment of directors, uh, alignment of physicians, alignment of executives, hospital administrators, nurses, employees. It's people seeing the same future and working toward it together. It is direction, it's strategy, it's priority. It's also focus. The organization must have focus to be successful. And the other element that I think is incredibly important is the organization must be able to execute. And what, what I mean by that is that I can get on the Internet today and I can find tremendous strategies. But in my organization, if I can't determine how to execute those strategies successfully, they're worth nothing. And so execution at the end of the day in management and leadership is one of the most important elements. And I end by saying quality or all after quality, the best quality for the patient, for the physician experience, the employee experience, all the elements I mentioned earlier. You know, physicians are incredibly intelligent and talented human beings. They are naturally intuitive. I believe much of formal education has suppressed the concept of intuition. We left back behind many elements of intuition and many elements of spirituality about the beginning of the first millennium. When the scientific theory of the body took over, we saw the body as a machine, kind of like an engine. Well, the body is much more than a machine. It is a, it's an electrical machine. It has tremendous conduits and tremendous functions and processes that are going on that we don't fully understand and that are very subtle. But we are more, much more than a machine. We send out and receive messages in many ways that we don't completely understand. It's like the physician that walks into the patient's room and without touching, examining, or even looking at the patient knows something is going on. The same issue with the nurse, the nurse that just knows, I don't like what I'm seeing, feeling, or hearing here. There's something wrong. The vital signs are okay. The blood tests are okay, but I don't like what's going on here. That's the sixth sense. That's intuition. And I think physicians are incredibly talented in that area, and we need to bring that out. I think physicians contribute significantly to strategic planning processes. They have to be at the table when we plan the future. They generously contribute their time to many functions in the hospital. They need to be part of setting the future. As scientists, they are excellent team members. And as artists, they can be incredibly visionary and creative. With consistency over the past 30 years, physicians who have come to me with great ideas tend to be great ideas. And we tend to be successful when those are implemented. And by visioning the future together, boards, executive teams, and physicians can produce remarkable results And without that dream, without that future, there can be no growth and there can be no future. The vitality in the future of medical practice really depends on the vitality of the hospital community and depends on the collaborative practice and the way that people work together, establish the future together. When issues like malpractice threaten to crush the medical community, hospitals and physicians must join together and with a renewed vision of quality health care. We must improve the quality of medical care in the United States and physicians must be at the table for that to happen. The higher ground is always inclusion, common vision, collaborative practice, good relations, collegiality, and building quality care together. What I try to do is create an environment where physicians want to practice, people want to work, and patients want to seek their care. And at the end of the day, if we're doing that, if that's the end point, that I'll feel like I'm successful as a leader, physicians feel like they're successful as practitioners, 
and patients feel cared for in the environment. It seems that there always has to be a two-way communication between administration, the president and CEO, and the physicians. Always must be. The more, the better. The more frequent, the better. And the more collegial that we are, the better off we are. And we have to understand each other. And again, we won't always agree, but when we disagree, we disagree professionally, collegially, work it out, and move forward together. I am Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, your host, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM 233, the channel for today's medical professional. I'd like to thank my guest, Mr. Dennis Millirons, CHE, who is President and Chief Executive Officer of Condell Medical Center and Associate Professor of the Department of Health Services Administration at Rush University. There is another great segment coming up, so please stay tuned.